This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 26. Money Does Not Buy Better Habits and A Minimalist Thoughts on Money by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. What's going on, Life Optimizers? Welcome to the old podcast that is Optimal Living Daily, where I pretend I'm a professional reader and curator of sorts. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm 26 episodes in and doing this daily for no profit, so I might be losing my mind a little. But I am here, and yesterday was one of the longer posts I've read, so I thought it'd only be fair to you and me, I guess, to read one of the shorter ones. But after taking a look, it does seem almost too short, Like you might think I'm ripping you off, even though this is a free podcast, but still. So I'm going to do something totally unprecedented in the whole 26 days that this podcast has been around and read two posts to you today, both from Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com and like the last few days, sticking on the topic of money. So let's move on and start optimizing your life. Money Does Not Buy Better Habits by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com I'm not adverse to earning money. That would be silly. I am, however, much more concerned with outcome than income. A common mistake we tend to make is that we often assign money as our primary driver of happiness. If I make X dollars, then I'll be happy. Once this happens, though, once we earn X dollars, we quickly discover that the equation is broken. There is, after all, a reason why most lottery winners end up broke bad habits. Besides, there are plenty of miserable millionaires and countless happy poor folks. A much better conductor of individual contentment, then, has little to do with money, our daily habits. Said another way, the outcome of better habits is more rewarding than your income will ever be. You see, we have a much better chance of radically improving our happiness by just changing our habits, by forming new, empowering daily rituals and we needn't earn exorbitant amounts of cash to do so. High income or no, we must avoid passivity in favor of active, engaged, deliberate tasks. We must acknowledge our mistakes, make the right direction-changing decisions, and then take incremental actions each day. Over time, as we move farther in the right direction, we'll be able to wave at our bad habits in the rear view, happy and content, driving toward a more meaningful horizon. That is all, of course, not as easy as it sounds. But then again, it's simpler than you may think. A Minimalist Thoughts on Money by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com I don't think about money the way I used to. I used to think money was more important than just about everything else in life. So I sacrificed to make money, and then I sacrificed more to make more, and I sacrificed even more to make even more, working too many hours, forsaking my health, forsaking the people closest to me, forsaking everything important in pursuit of the almighty dollar. The more things I forsook, the more important the money became. Something was missing. Quote, I'm dizzy from the shopping mall. I searched for joy, but I bought it all. It doesn't help the hunger pains and a thirst I'd have to drown first to ever satiate. John Mayer. I made good money, nay, great money, during my days in the corporate arena, but the problem was I spent even better money. And that was a serious source of dissatisfaction in my life, one that would haunt me for most of my 20s. 
When I was 19, I worked six or seven days a week and I earned more than $50,000 a year, which for a degreeless poor kid from Dayton, Ohio, that's a lot of money. More money than my mother ever earned. The problem was that when I was earning 50 grand, I was spending 65. And then when I was earning 65, I was spending 80. Eventually, I'd worked my way up the corporate ladder, working 362 days a year, literally, and I was earning a six-figure salary. That sounds great, but I was still spending more than I was bringing home, and that equation never balances. So instead of bringing home a great salary, I brought home debt, anxiety, and overwhelming amounts of discontent. My love and hatred of money, love of spending it, hatred of never having enough, was in fact my largest source of discontent. Call me stupid. Go ahead, you should. I was stupid. I wasn't stupid just because I was wasting my income, though. I was far more stupid because of the value I gave to money. I told myself I was a number. There was a dollar sign on my head. I could be bought. I told others they could take my time and my freedom in exchange for green pieces of paper with dead slave owners' faces printed on them. That changed when I stopped giving such importance to money. I need money to pay rent, to put food on the table, to put gas in the car, to pay for health insurance, but I needn't struggle to earn money to buy crap I don't need. Minimalism has allowed me to get rid of life's excess so I can focus on what's essential. And now, at 31, I make less money than my ignorant 19-year-old self, and yet I'm not in debt, I'm not struggling, and most important, I'm happy. Now before I spend money, I ask myself one question. Is this worth my freedom? Is this coffee worth $2 of my freedom? Is this shirt worth $30 of my freedom? Is this car worth $20,000 of my freedom? In other words, am I going to get more value from this thing I'm about to purchase? Or am I going to get more value from my freedom? Don't you think it's a question worth asking yourself? These days, I know every dollar I spend adds immense value to my life. There's a roof over my head at night. The books or the music I purchase bring me joy. The few clothes I own keep me warm. The experiences I share with others at a movie or a concert add value to my life and theirs. And a cup of tea with my best friend becomes far more significant than a trip to the mall ever could. I no longer waste my money, and thus it's far less important to pursue it endlessly. You just listened to the posts titled, Money Does Not Buy Better Habits, and A Minimalist Thoughts on Money, both by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com. There you have it, two nice, quick posts by The Minimalists. And now that makes me wonder, what do you prefer? Do you like the longer readings, the shorter ones? two quick posts in one episode, or did that just blow your mind? And how about topics? Do you prefer stories, actionable advice, inspiring stuff? And what about the authors? I'm happy to continue picking these for you, but if you want a specific topic addressed or a specific author or anything else, just tweet me at old podcast. That's O-L-D podcast. I'd love to hear what you think and how I can serve you better. That's what this is all about. And with that, I will see you in tomorrow's show, which will most likely continue the financial theme, but from a different author's perspective. Have a great one, and until next time, your optimal life awaits. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.